Well, good morning, everyone. We are back again in our usual Friday slot, and I'm here with my co-host, Jed, over in Chicago or in the suburbs of Illinois, and Jimmy over in Arizona. So welcome, everyone. Morning. Well, hey, there's a lot to get on today. We're going to spend some time covering some of the news and notes in the NFL. From that point on, we're going to look at a couple of games because we know Jed loves to look at the lines and picking games. We're going to look at sleepers and busts, and we're going to spend some time looking at different matchups for us to play. So with that said, I'm going to start off first with this morning, several members of the organizations of the Indianapolis Colts have tested positive for COVID-19. As a result, the team's practice facility has been cut down. This week, they are playing the Cincinnati Bengals in Indianapolis. As right now, no current uh, updates in terms of games have been announced as well, too. Second big thing as well, too, Dalvin Cook is out, probably most likely out for this game. Alexander uh, Madison is in for at least one game. They have a bye next week. Are any of you guys starting Alexander uh, Madison? Well, I have Dalvin Cook in one league and fortunately also had Alexander Madison as my handcuff. And so he is definitely starting. If you have him, it should be like a, um, a scenario just like Mike Davis with uh, McCaffrey. He should step right in. You should expect similar production. You should be fine. Do you think Dalvin Cook will go out a little bit longer than just a couple of weeks? Well, I think when you have a Madison, you have that luxury because yeah. you don't feel like there's a drop-off. You don't have to rush him back. So there is a, a real opportunity potentially. You know, let's just see how he, how he heals up. Yeah. yeah. Well, the good thing is they have a bye week as well too. So, Jim, the one thing I didn't notice during my research is you are playing Alexander Madison over James Robinson. Uh, and Robinson is playing against the Minnesota Vikings. You know, I know I haven't updated my lineup. I will say that for sure I want to play Alexander Madison. I, I, I am rethinking whether or not I should put um, James Robinson into my lineup. If I did play James Robinson, that means I have to take Chris Godwin out. Um, and I'm trying to decide if I want to do that or not. Most oh, likely, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Godwin is – Godwin is back. That's probably the biggest, um, you know, healed up injury report. His back in Tampa. That's a big game against Green Bay. Expecting a lot of fireworks, a lot of points. I wouldn't want to sit Godwin. But man, James Robinson over Madison. Robinson had yeah. a down week last week, but I feel like uh, that could, he could bounce back. That's a tough call. The yeah. only thing is, the Minnesota Vikings' run defense is actually really, really good. So you have Robinson against them. But at the same time, you have Madison against the Jackson Jaguars defense. Lineup-wise, that actually may be a better bet. I will say, Jed, this week I'm getting Devontae Adams back. I'm getting Godwin back. But last week I lost Dak Prescott. So, But I, will, I, I did pick up uh, Ryan Tannehill, and I think he will actually do pretty good as a replacement for Dak. Yeah, and, and, you know, I was going to say that's one of the things we should mention is, you know, anyone who didn't have Dak, you're obviously looking for quarterbacks. Tannehill is a very good option. Uh, the big guy that I've been focusing on as a replacement for Dak is uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick um, mm. in uh, Miami. I think Miami is set up. They're playing the Jets. The Jets are traveling down to Miami. If you need a one-week replacement, I don't think that you can do much better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. He should he should. Oh, I, I think a lot of times if you've lost uh, Dak, you're looking at matchups at this point right now. You're watching how Andy Dalton does, Fitzpatrick working against the Jets. 
You're looking at Tannehill and his matchup. You're purely looking at matchups at this point. David Carr, when he gets back, you're looking at David Carr too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I actually, I like Andy Dalton a lot too. You know, I think a lot of people are, you know, I mean, Dallas hasn't been doing good to begin with, but that's not a huge drop off of Dak Prescott to Andy Dalton. You're basically losing some of the scrambling ability, but people forget Dalton two years ago, Pro Bowl quarterback, and he was in the Pro Bowl for like four out of five years. So, I mean, this guy is a solid player. I mean, just think about it. Their defense is so bad that their offense has to keep picking up. And with C.D. Lamb, Gallup, Amari uh, Cooper, as well as also Ezekiel Elliott. Now I can see them running the ball more. So if you have Ezekiel Elliott, I can actually see him really doing pretty good in the next few weeks. But I think Andy Dalton will be pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Totally agree with you on Zeke. So if you have Zeke um, and you have him and you've been disappointed a little bit, you should continue to hold on because it could start looking better. I tried to trade for him. They didn't bite. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys are so smart on your trades. I'm always, uh, I'm always a little behind on that. <laughs> Speaking of C.D. Lamb, let me just uh, say this to you. Do you know he is a top 10 receivers? The only receivers, according to Yahoo, that are ahead of him are points are Robbie Anderson, Tyree Kill, Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs, Metcalf, Ridley, and Hopkins. He is over uh, Lockett, Evans, Beckham, Cooper, Allison Robinson. He's, he's doing really, really well as a wide receiver here. Yeah, he's been better than I expected. Um, he's looking to be, like you said, top 10 now, which I just didn't expect it that fast. Um, again, I thought he'd be great for Dynasty League, but actually this season he's been lights out. So um, his talent is just obvious. If you watched any of the games, his talent, his quick speed, his after-the-catch ability, unbelievable. So um, I'm not surprised. I mean, I put him into my flex position in every lineup. And for a while there, I was just keeping him on the bench, but he's been scoring so much from a touchdown perspective i couldn't keep him off my lineup hey uh uh in terms of other news alshon jeffrey of the philadelphia eagles deshaun jackson are all back you know, zach Ertz. there are any of you guys starting travis falcom i know you're picking him up as number one wire on your pickup jed yeah, I have him on a team. Um, and again, I, I just stashed him. Um, Want to see how he does for a second week now that those guys are back. Again, I was really impressed, um, even more so with him than Claypool. So we'll see, though, if they continue to use him or if they bring in Jeffries and um, Sean Jackson and feature those guys. I, I've got him on my bench. I'm not starting yeah. him. Hey, if he does well on the second week, everyone's starting him. And speaking of Claypool, I've been trying to trade Jimmy Claypool for some of his players all day. I, I I love Claypool. Now I I traded my brother in Claypool in a dynasty league because I think long term Claypool has tons of values. From if it's a non dynasty league, if I had the right deal, I would take Claypool. But Tommy wanted Devonte Adams, and I didn't Woo. want I didn't want to give up Devonte Adams. Yeah, but he did give me Calvin Ridley for Claypool. Damian Harris and Antonio Gibson. Oh man, yeah. I'm a big Ridley fan. That's a lot to pay. Um, <laughs> Ridley, obviously the clear number one now. And so again, it's just if you're playing for now, if you're playing for the future. But I agree with you for Dynasty. Claypool is is uh, pretty nice to have. I think yeah. honestly, like Dynasty leagues change everything about your perspective. Because if you look at the rest of your teams and you don't think you're going to be able to win the championship. You either can settle for fourth or fifth or sixth place, or you prepare for next year, you know? 
that's exactly in our dynasty league. That's um, I have Dalvin Cook and I have Derrick Henry, and basically those are my cornerstones for basically the yeah. next five years. I mean, they're just they're yeah. set. So you're right; you have to play a little differently. Yeah, yeah. On a separate note, even with dynasty, is I'm trying to vote for our dynasty to have full dynasty players versus just four. I, I think it changes the Ow. game completely. No, I don't like that. It's got to be a limit because otherwise the people who are bad, they can never get better. Yeah. <laughs> I, inherited, right. I inherited a team in a dynasty league and that team stinks. And I have <laughs> no way of getting out of that cellar. Yeah. Hey, a couple of things. Drew Locke is uh, most likely going to start on Sunday. And so a couple other things. Melvin Gordon practiced yesterday, but according to Nick uh, Vic Vangio, He's probably going to be punished pretty strongly from the league. Philip Lindsay, is he on your radar? Any of you guys starting him as well, too, on your league if uh, Melvin Gordon is not playing? Well, last week, my biggest mistake was I dumped Chase Claypool into my leagues and picked up Philip Lindsay. And I was so upset during that game. But at least this week, I was like, oh. You know, there might be some redemption because I actually think that there might be some value for Philip Lindsay, but I can't believe I dropped Claypool for Lindsay. I think you'll be okay, actually, because, again, I think the value of running backs over um, quarterbacks is is very high. Um, can you guys still hear me? Sorry about yeah. that. And um, and so, you know, I like Philip Lindsay as a longer-term replacement, um, and I know a lot of people are running back hungry right now. And so, um, especially with the four teams on by this week, I think Philip Lindsay is a solid option. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. DJ Chark missed his second consecutive day of practice with the ankle injury. There's a good chance he will be out again this week. And let's see, what else do we have? Devontae Adams practiced fully. He will be playing this week. Julio Jones, hamstring, did not practice on Wednesday. He probably is yet out again. Uh, Atlanta Falcons this week, um, one of the coaches tested positive. They're making some changes, especially with Dan Quinn out as coach. Odell Beckham sent home from practice yesterday. They did not announce what it was. Some people thought it was COVID, but again, they did not formally announce what it was. Dalvin Cook not practicing. Hey, here's a good one in case you are looking for IDP players. Leighton Vandervosh, broken collarbone, is fully practicing Thursday for the Dallas Cowboys and is playing this week. Yeah, I saw that, and I went through all my leagues, and I realized the leagues that I play in, the people are smart, especially if you have independent defensive players. They all kept him on their injured reserve, so there was no <laughs> way of picking him up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing, and the big news of the day, Le'Veon Bell signs a one-year deal with the Chiefs. Pro uh, he hasn't officially signed it, but the case is he's probably going to sign it. Any of you guys interested in Le'Veon Bell on the Chiefs? Um, actually, I think he has signed, but he's not eligible to play until next week because of COVID rules. Got it. Um, yeah, but, you know, I'm not. Um, my oldest son, who's in a league with the Lake Forest High School, uh, his classmates, he's big on him. And, guys, I know some of his classmates listen in. Um, you should fleece him for uh, Le'Veon Bell because I am. Not, I don't think Bell is going to do anything in Kansas City, and even if he does, it'll be a timeshare with Clyde Edwards Blair. I think this is bad news for Clyde Edwards Blair. He's going to lose some carries to him, um, but I'm not high on either of those guys, even though it's a Kansas City offense. Jed, I'm the same way. I think he had a chance to either sign with Miami or a chance to sign with Kansas City. He would have had more value from a fantasy standpoint with Miami, but I also recognize that he's doing this because he wants to win a championship. 
Yeah, again, from a personal standpoint, he made the right choice. But from a fantasy standpoint or stats standpoint, I don't think so. And I, well, I, I think the bottom line is Le'Veon Bell is past his prime. People are remembering him from his Pittsburgh days. I just don't see that coming back. I mean, you never know. I could be wrong. Maybe he was, he was, uh, you know, just loafing it up in uh, New York. But it sort of seemed like he had no burst. It seemed like he couldn't turn the corner. It seemed like he couldn't do anything going straight into the line. He just wasn't the same guy. Okay, so I have my lineup in front of me for one of my leagues. I have Le'Veon Bell in it. Would you guys drop Le'Veon Bell for Philip Lindsay? I would. You know, Philip Lindsay, again, could be the number one. Le'Veon Bell, even if he does play, it's not going to be this week. It's going to be next week. And then even if he does, it's going to be a timeshare. So for me, that's who I would take. Yeah, yeah, I would probably agree. I would probably drop Le'Veon Bell because even if he does well, Hilaire is still your number one running back. What's he going to get? Eight carries? Nine carries? you're not going to get very much from Le'Veon Bell. All right, hey, let's take a quick look at some of our NFL matchups for this week. Jed, I'm going to start with you since you always love picking games. Which game are you looking at this week? Man, I, I you know, I'm on a streak here, and so I hope I don't um, <laughs> mess it up. Um, we talked about the Cardinals with Dallas. I'll just mention this because the Cardinals are actually favorites. They're 1.5 um, uh, point favorites in Dallas, and I think that's uh, a little much. I think I actually would take Dallas in this game. I think Dallas is going to have a good game. He's motivated. This is why he came to Dallas in the first place. I can see Dallas winning this game. But the big upset pick I have, if it happens now with the Colts news, we got to see. But yeah. Bengals at the Colts, the Colts are seven and a half point favorites. I like Joe Burrow. I think he's going to do better than that. I think the Colts got a little bit exposed last week with the Bears. I think um, I think the Bengals can take this for the Colts. Actually, in some sense, I actually agree with you because, one, Phillip Rivers is not doing as well. There's rumors that he might get benched for Brissett. And then secondly, their wonderful stud linebacker, Darius Leonard, continues to be out with a groin injury. And so a lot of times is – you have right there, you have Joe Mixon, and uh, you also have Burroughs throwing all day. I think they, there's a good chance. I totally agree with you on that one. Jim, what about you? Oh, Jed, did you have another one? Oh, no. no. Um, well, yeah, sure. Um, basically, I was just going to say the Monday night games, um, Kansas City at Buffalo. That's obviously the big game to watch. Um, Kansas City is only a three-point favorite. Um, and I, you know, this is a tough one. I mean, you can't sleep on the Bills. I think the Bills, they lost, and so you expect them to bounce back. Um, and Kansas City lost an offensive lineman, a key offensive lineman, their left guard. Um, and so I could expect, I could see them tough game here. So it, uh, Kansas City is a three-point favorite, um, but I do think Kansas City is not going to lose two games in a row. And so I'm counting on Kansas City to cover uh, in that game, which should be a great game on Monday night. Jim, thoughts on that game? Yeah, you know, I actually I'm still a believer in uh, Jared Allen. I know that he had a bad week uh, this past week um, when he was playing on Tuesday night against the Titans. I think between the COVID travel, all of the other stuff, I mean, I'm not trying to make excuses for him, but I can see why he didn't do as well, too. I think he's going to want to come back and prove to a national audience he is one of the top-tier quarterbacks. I still think Kansas City is going to win this game, but I expect a good game from um, uh, Jared Allen. So Versus, I actually disagree with you. I think Josh Allen is going to struggle for a second week in a row. I think Kansas City, coming off their loss from the Las Vegas Raiders, is a come and just start throwing. Their offense is going to be operating on all cylinders. We're going to come back next Monday or Tuesday and say, Josh Allen, man, he was overrated. 
and you're going to start making trades and everything like that. That's my prediction. Josh Allen will have a second bad day. He is my bust of the week, and I think a lot of times we're going to be sitting there doubting him after this week. Wow, that's a big pick, uh, Tommy. I'm impressed. Um, you know, I I watched that game um, Allen played last week, and even though they lost, um, he I thought he looked good. He had some laser throws in there. I was impressed with his arm, actually. That uh, we've obviously heard about his running capabilities, but man, he had some laser throws. And so, uh, but we'll see. You might be right. Uh, I definitely think Kansas City is going to break it. I think they were mad about last week's. So you got it. Hey, let's go to sleepers and busts real fast. Hey, Jim, who are a couple of sleepers that you have on your team? You know, a couple of sleepers. I'm, I'm, I think I've talked about these guys. Um, I think somebody you should really target is Chase Edmonds. Um, Chase is still out there in a number of the leagues. I think people are starting to pick him up. I know Kenyon Drake had a good game this past week, but I actually think from a long-term perspective, Chase Edmonds is somebody that you really want to add. Um, the other person is David Montgomery this week. I actually think will be a good play against Carolina. Carolina has given up the most points to running backs um, this season. And I actually, I'm not usually a David Montgomery fan, but I actually think this week David Montgomery is going to be a good play. In fact, I actually also think the Bears are going to win against Carolina because I think they're going to want to prove that they can stop Mike Davis, who used to be on their team. And I actually think that they're going to win this week. I actually, Jed, I, I, I hope you don't mind if I cut you off on this one before I ask you. I think actually the sleeper of the week is actually going to be Mike Davis, who has a revenge game against the Bears really? because the Bears yeah. caught him. I think he's going to do everything they can to run all over the Bears to show them what they gave up in preference of David Montgomery. So, no, but the Bears, the Bears defense have been doing so well, especially with Khalil Mack. I don't think they're going to want Mike Davis to embarrass them. That's interesting, guys. I love it. Um, you know, I do love picking players that are playing against their former teams. Yeah. And so um, I love the idea of Mike Davis going off. I do think it's going to be a tough game. I think if I had to be forced to pick, I'd pick the Panthers here. Um, but we'll see. Uh, the other sleeper for me, I mentioned the Bengals. And so I'll just say T. Higgins um, with Joe Burrows. And I think that's a, a wide receiver to watch out for. I expect him to have him. Um, and then a guy we've talked about before, Justin Jeff. Jeffries up in Minnesota. Expect him to have a bounce back week this uh, Sunday. The only thing I would probably say about Justin Jefferson on that one is th they're playing the Atlanta Falcons. Their run defense is not very good, but their pass defense and their secondary is actually pretty good. And wide receivers have struggled against their secondary this year. And so I actually expect Alexander Madison I keep tempted to say Alexander Hamilton, but Madison <laughs> would be running the entire time. I think they're just going to keep giving the ball. And if they do throw, I think a lot of times we're going to continue to see a good game from Thielen, who continues to have a third straight game that's really good. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think Madison's going to have a great game. I think he's going to have at least uh, 120 to 150 total yards. Um Justin Jefferson, but I do think that Jefferson will come back from um, uh, a downer game last week, and I actually think he will do pretty good um, in the lineup. Yeah. Hey, a couple ones that I, I'm looking at in terms of my sleepers, Brandon Cooks versus the Tennessee Titans. I think you're going to see a second straight game. Last week he had 12 targets. From that point on, he had 34% target share. I think you're going to see, with the new coaching regime, a second straight week out of Brandon Cooks. Another one I will look at is Marquise Brown. 
And the reason being against the Philadelphia Eagles, Darius Slay is out. And so as a result, I think a lot of times Marquise Brown will do very well against the Philadelphia Eagles. And also, hey, look, Chase Claypool, just because I hit the uh, waiver wire one, they're playing the Cleveland secondary that has struggled a lot playing their rookies. And so I think you're going to see Chase Claypool doing really well for the second straight week. So two things, Tom, didn't you drop Brandon Cooks? And the second thing is on our uh, on our league, you spent $80 yep. to get Chase Claypool. Yep. I only had $80. There's no way I was going to spend $80 on Chase Claypool. Well, but at the same time, here's the thing. I have $200, right? I rarely ever use $200 on it. So I said, look, I probably will just uh, – the other players don't really uh, – whatever. So I'm just going to spend as much as I can, grab Chase Claypool, and use it to trade, which I then turned over to Jimmy and got Calvin Ridley out of it. Yeah. I didn't realize you spent 80 bucks. I missed that. Um, and I didn't realize our, our uh, budget was $200. So I got to go back and look at that. Yeah. And then secondly, I think a lot of times Brandon Cook, I actually dropped him. It's one of those things where he was so terrible before Bill O'Brien got fired. I dropped him. And now, oh, man, and you can't pick him up anymore. So, eh, whatever. Yeah. Well, going back, I actually think, I mean, I'm not, I think Brandon Cooks will do pretty good this year. Will Fuller is ready for a breakout game. And I actually can see him having a great game this week um, with Sean Watson. Um, I think they're going to open up that offense. I think Watson's going to be the person who's going to run everything. And I actually think that um, Fuller's going to be good. Yeah. I don't know, guys. We'll see. I mean, you guys are both picking the Texans. Um, but, you know, that, that might have been a one-week thing a good team and the titans are good team man so i could i could see the texans needing to come back and so throwing the ball a lot but um i don't know i'm not expecting huge games out of texas hey uh jed let me ask you who's your bust of the week who are a couple players that you think are just gonna do terrible this week oh that's interesting um well we we talked about Colts. um so i'll go back to the Colts again um, you know, I think you got to be careful with Jonathan Taylor. Um, I know he's been having a solid year and looking good, but I think the Colts are uh, really in a world of hurt. Um, and so I think that's one you got to pay attention to. Um, another one, uh, I'm going to go with, um, you know, I, I was disappointed with Antonio Gibson last week. And, um, you know, actually, I, I'm going to, sorry, I'm not going with the bus, but I think like, Gibson could have a bounce back week this week. They're playing the Giants. So I think that's another um another potential that you can see a bounce back. I had him in my starting lineup last week. It didn't pay out. Yeah. Jim? I actually think that Jimmy G over in San Francisco is still going to have another bad game. I know they're playing the Los Angeles Rams, and uh, the Rams have a great defense with Aaron Donald. And so, I I mean, um, he got taken out last week um, at the half. I actually think that he's going to have another poor game this week. Hey, for me, I've already said it. Josh Allen, I think, is my boss of the week. I think he's going to struggle a lot this week. And uh, we're going to come back next week and we're going to say, man, Josh Allen, were we overrating him? And we're going to have that discussion as well, too. Another one continues to go down on my list. I benched him in almost all my leagues is Kenyon Drake. I saw the emergence of Chase Edmonds. He is not playing in any of my lineups this week. And a lot of times I am so down on my first round draft pick, Kenyon Drake, who I've benched this week. Uh, Dad, don't you like how he banked everything on Daniel Jones, Kenyon Drake, and, and Devontae Parker? 
Oh yeah, and Devontae Parker. You know, I've got Kenyon Drake in a couple leagues, and so I'm feeling that pain too. Um, I'm still feeling like you can use him in a flex position, especially this weekend. I mean, playing the Cowboys, there's going to be a lot of points on the board. And so, again, I really like to play players in matchups where you expect a high shootout, and that's one of those games. So I'm not that down on him. Um, I do think one surprise bus pick I'm going to go with, the Packers are playing the Bucks. Packers have been high flying. They haven't lost. They're due for a down game. And so I'm going to go with potentially Aaron Rodgers. I know he's having an amazing year, but, you know, I think watch out for that Bucks defense. They're better than expected, and they're playing mm-hmm. in Tampa. So that would be my potential plus. Very good. Hey, let's look at some matchups that I want to pick your brain on uh, as we head into week six. All right. You are struggling. Dak Pash Prescott, we were just talking about, is out. You're scrambling for a quarterback. Who are you picking? Matthew Stafford against the Jaguars, Ryan Tannehill, or Ryan Fitzpatrick? Uh, Matt Jim- Stafford for me. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Matt Stafford for you, Jed? Yeah, I was going to say Matt Stafford all day. He shouldn't be on your waiver wire. It should be between the other two guys. Yeah. Fitzpatrick, but if Stafford's available, I'd take him all day. Really? Why? Oh, Stafford's solid, and he's got well. Plus, he's got the wide receiver. You got Kenny Galladay, um, and and they're playing the Jaguars. I mean, that's a pretty good um, that's a pretty good mix for a good day, in my opinion. Yeah. See, I think here's my thing. I mean, I here I I agree to with you to an extent. If you want somebody who's stable and consistent and will get you a twenty points every game, Stafford's your person, right? I actually think that Galladay is going to be good. I actually can see the emergence of DeAndre Swift. Marvin Jones is junk. Don't pick him up. Um, but for me, to be honest, if you're really ready to gamble, go after Fitzpatrick and go after Tannehill. And I'm more of the gambler. So I, I am starting either Tannehill or Fitzpatrick in a couple of my leagues. Actually, Tannehill is the person I've been picking up to replace Dak Prescott. Yeah. The problem with Tannehill is you've got Derrick Henry behind him, and he has not got going this year. And he's traditionally a slow starter, so yeah. I expect him to start picking up. So I don't think the Titans are going to be throwing as much. Now, yeah. Fitzpatrick, I agree, as a one-week wonder. So as a one-week for this Sunday, um, they should kill oh, the Jets. Against the Jets, right? So the Jets yeah, are, they, should, I mean, they stink. He should kill the Jets. So that's that's potential. But um, but long term, if I was talking about a starter for the rest of the season, I want Stafford. Oh, okay. I mean, go back to it. Think about it. Miami's playing against the Jets, who's coached by Adam Gates. The Dolphins hate Gates. They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna obliterate him. Yeah, you're right. They're probably gonna want to run the score up. So again, a good yeah, thing to be yeah. a part of. I mean, Preston Williams, Devontae Parker, Ryan Fitzpatrick, they're gonna go hard after the Jets. Hey, and speaking of Preston Williams, he actually had a decent game. Devontae Parker struggled. Preston Williams actually had over 100 yards this week, amazingly. Yeah, I'm still a big Parker fan um, because of the volume and because of the talent. So I wouldn't give up on him, but agree. You got to watch that. Preston Williams did have a good game. Hey, just to let you know, for those uh, teams on by, note your lineups, the Seattle Seahawks, LA Chargers, New Orleans Saints, and Las Vegas Raiders are all on by. And so a couple other ones as well, too. Jordan Howard, speaking of Miami, was a healthy scratch this past week, last week. So who would you pick in between Kenyon Drake or Miles Gaskin? Jed, I'll go with you. Gaskin, because he's the number one. And as we've talked about with Drake, there's a lot of, um, 
you know, downside and it's a good matchup for Miami. So he at the very least he should get some goal line carries. They're going to score a lot of points. So I'm definitely taking Gaskin over Drake. I would too. Usually I would say go after Dallas, but in this particular case, cause it's the jets and I would go with Gaskin. Another one scenario. Chad, I'm going to go with you. The uh, flex player, big one, Deontay Johnson, Philip Lindsay or Antonio Harris. Antonio, uh, oh, oh uh, Dave, Damian, Damian yeah. Harris. Damian, uh, Damian Harris. Yeah. So Damian Harris, who was the other two? Philip Lindsay or Deontay Johnson. Um, man, I like Philip Lindsay in that scenario, actually, because um, the other guys, I, there's so much of a crowded backfield. I'm not sure what's going to happen with Damian Harris. I'd still like to see him actually play out. But I think Philip Lindsay, you can expect a lot of carries. Um, and so I think that's who I'd go with. I agree with you. I go with Philip Lindsay. Interesting. I, I actually would go with Deontay Johnson. I think a lot of times he's been a great wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And at the same time, they have a very good matchup. Ben is doing really, really well. Philip Lindsay is just coming off of a week of uh, multiple weeks of a uh, turf toe. And I will look at Deontay Johnson. Another one, Jonathan Taylor or James Robinson. Who would you pick on that one? Jim, I'll start with you. Jonathan Taylor or who? Uh, James Robinson. I would say James Robinson. And I have that dilemma right now because I both – individuals on my team but i think james robinson um will be a better player that and also quite honestly in this covid age you never know what they're gonna find through uh during the weekend and so are you gonna roll your dice and go with jonathan taylor i actually think if it's up in the air like this given this week i go with robinson jed yeah, I agree with Robinson, either regardless of COVID, because they're playing the Lions, too. So I expect um, the Jags to you know, want to try to control the ground game and get Robinson going again. He had a down week um, the last couple of weeks. I expect him to bounce back. Um, so I think Robinson. Actually, I think a lot of times, wait, if I have my schedule right, I think that actually Robinson's playing against the Minnesota Vikings. No, they're playing the – isn't James on Jags and they're playing the Lions? Yep. Yeah, James Robinson's playing oh, the Lions. You're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry yeah. about that. Guy, oh, Matthew Stafford. All right. And uh, Antonio Gibson or Damian Harris. Jed? Uh, oh, so, yeah, I, I like Gibson. Um, like I said, Washington playing the Giants. Um, it's a little bit of a down week um, he's had. But I think Gibson, the talent is still there. This is basically a team of, you know, matchup of two really bad teams. Um, and so I expect Gibson to pop a little bit. Um, and I would pick him over Harris. Got it. Hey, Jim, I'm going to wrap up with you. Janu Smith versus Robert Tunyon. Another scenario I have on one of my leagues. Um, I'm Right now, I put in Janu Smith only because he did so well last week. But I'll tell you this. I mean, everything I'm reading, they said play Tunyon because Tampa Bay is really bad against defending the tight end, at least in the red zone. So I don't know. Right now I'm leaning towards Johnny Smith, but I can make an argument for Tunyon. I like John U. Smith. Um, I think yeah. Tunyon, you got to see more than just that one blow up week he had. And that was with part, you know, people hurt. I mean, Monte Adams is back um, full healthy. So I don't expect Tunyon to have as big of a game. And John U. Smith looked awesome last weekend. Oh, so yeah. he, he's been solid uh, really for most of the seasons. I, I'd stick with Smith in my let me tell you what somebody traded me for. Someone traded me uh, George Kiddo for Janu Smith. 
What? Yeah. Well, no, Johnny Smith and one other. Who's who's the other player? I was like, whoa, they're willing to give up uh, George Kittle for Johnny Smith. Wow, I'm I'm surprised. I mean, I still think Kittle is uh, cream of the crop. I've been disappointed in Mark Andrews this year. It's pretty interesting this year for tight ends. Again, we've talked about a lot of depth in the tight ends this year, but the top guys have Kelsey, Kittles, Andrews. They haven't been as dominant as we expected. Yeah. Oh, the worst so far has been Ertz. Zach Ertz has been a complete disaster. Yeah, I Zach Ertz, Ertz was going to be good, right? Because all, all the receivers are out. I was like, Ertz has got to be – you know, the one they're going after, but he has not done well. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Jed, actually, I do have one last one. C.D. Lamb, we've been talking about it. Would you play him over a Robert Woods? Would you play him over a who's another one uh, starting wide receiver? Let's say uh, Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown. Oh, yeah. not DeAndre. Dude, not DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins is top three. I'm playing. Uh, Hopkins is in like forever. And this guy is a stud, especially against Dallas. But for those other guys, uh, Robert Woods, for example, I am playing a CD Lamp over a Robert Woods because this is going to be a high scoring game. The Cardinals and the Cowboys are going to put up over 50, 55 points total. There's going to be a lot of fantasy points. You expect CD Lamp to get some of that. But I. I agree too, but don't you think Robert Woods will have a good game this week against San Francisco? I actually think he will do pretty good. And Jared Goff, surprisingly, has been doing really well the last three games. Yeah, I think he'll have a lot of volume because I expect the 49ers to be mad. They have they have played horrible last week. I expect that defense to come back, meaning that the Rams are going to have to throw a lot. So it could be good for um, Woods, but I actually expect uh, 49ers to win that game. Uh, hey, look! For the 49ers game, do not. I am, would not be surprised if Mostert continues to do so well. I am so impressed with him as a player. And a lot of times, is look, McKinnon is good, but Mostert has shown, even coming back from injury, he is your clear cut number one. Forget Coleman, forget McKinnon, ride Mostert all the way. Yeah, Tom, I have one last question for you guys: Teddy Bridgewater or Ryan Tannehill? Ooh. Ryan Tannehill, just because Bridgewater is playing against the Bears. Yeah. Yes, agree. I totally yeah. agree. I love Bridgewater, though, as you guys know, and he's been really showing out the past couple of weeks. Um, but again, because of the matchup, um, I would not. All right. Hey, we have two Monday night football games. Uh, we, have a, we have a whole slate of games. It should be fun. But at the same time, pay attention to Atlanta and Indianapolis, especially with some of the COVID testing coming in, and we'll see what happens. We may – be making a lot of changes over the weekend. So, hey, thank you very much, guys. Talk soon. Have a good Friday.